Good day. Today is June 12th, 2023, and welcome to the second episode of Under Construction with Jennifer Packard. That's me, your host. The intended goal of Under Construction is to focus on reminding people of common ground that we have in our daily experiences by educating through sharing the nuts and bolts involved in one's job, basically like a small spotlight, and see where it takes us. We have so much in common, even in our differences. Today, my guest is Anka Inake. Anka is passionate about sustainability and business responsibility. She holds certifications in sustainability standards and frameworks like GRI, SASB, TCFD, and has an MBA from California State University of Northridge. For the past few years, Anka has been working with small and medium-sized businesses on their sustainability journeys. She can talk for hours about how to start developing a sustainable strategy, how to calculate a carbon footprint, how to assess in what way a business is impacted by climate change, and how to become a certified B Corps. In her spare time, besides spending time with her family and friends and reading books, she enjoys discovering small local coffee shops that she sees as hidden gems. Join us as we talk a little bit about the human experience and sustainability. Please welcome Anka Inake. Thank you, Jennifer, for having me on your show. Thank you for being here and making the time. Let's just jump right in. According to Wikipedia, environmental, social, and corporate governance, known as ESG, is a business framework for considering environmental issues and social issues in the context of corporate governance. It is designed to be embedded into an organization's strategy that considers the needs and ways in which to generate value for all organizational stakeholders that includes employees, customers, suppliers, financiers. This can be a pretty big topic from what I have looked at when I was trying to do a little bit more research. And to be honest, I got a little overwhelmed trying to absorb all the info. And I'm wondering if most of our listeners might feel the same way. So your passion and job includes a lot of new terms for many people. Yes, indeed. It is a newish field of space. So it, it grows, but in the same time matures and develops. So a lot of frameworks are being replaced or they merge and new terms come up. It can be very overwhelming, even for the for us, the consultants in the industry, in the field. But um, today we'll talk about it in plain English, very high level, but simple concepts, easy to understand. Thank you. What does governance mean? Can you explain it in simple terms and how it relates to what you do? In simple terms, governance refers to how a business is being run. A business owner needs to take the time to understand how the business impacts the employees, the customers, the community. Make sure the business is run in an ethical way. It's about bringing transparency and compliance, ensuring that um, how the processes are run, everything is done in a responsible way. It's also, it also covers the um, 
how risky the business is. How risky? How risky. Oh, okay. What does sustainability and business responsibility mean to you? And how does that relate to being a consultant? Can you explain that? <laughs> sure. So I'll just hear a term borrowed from the B Corp program, be a force for good at individual level as well as at business level. Did you know that us, the Earth population, we consume resources as if we had two planets at our disposal? And us, the US population, we consume as much as five planets. Doesn't this alarm you? It should. <laughs> I believe we all have a responsibility to ourselves, to our children, and the next generations to use what we have wisely. As a business, the goal should not be just to create profit. The goal should be to create profit if it's a for-profit business while taking care of the planet and its people. This is why I love what I do. I get to work with companies that understand that we need to challenge the status quo. We need to take action while it's still time. Okay. So how do you describe your job to people? Wow. <laughs> I, I would say that First of all, I try to show it in a way that would bring value to their business, if it's a business owner I'm talking to. It's about working together with that business to understand in what ways that business may not be responsible at this point, how we can change processes how they're um, sourcing the materials to become more responsible. But it's also about getting the business ready for risks that are coming and opportunities that are maybe available to take on. Because sustainability is making sure that the business is running towards a great value in the long term, but also is in a better place when it comes to uh, mitigating risks and um, overall just being a responsible player in the market. Are you teaching companies and or individuals what to do or helping them decide on options? I recommend solutions or programs they can implement. In the day, it's up to them to decide what they're gonna take on, only them, them, themselves, they know the right, what's their business, what would, where they wanna take their business. So, um, depending on how good they feel about mm -hmm. uh, making changes, how much resources they have at their availability or their disposal, and um, overall, how do they feel about this changing their mindset? Because some business owners are not ready to make a change, mm. and unfortunately, they will be the ones left behind because the world is changing now, and for larger companies, um, we already have several programs in place that will require disclosure um, in official reports. SEC is working on a, on a plan now. So large companies are already 
targeted to to start disclosing different uh, topics, age topics. More companies at this point are still um, spared in the US. In other parts of the world, they already taken on to start disclosing. Um, so for some companies, for some business owners, they see opportunity to change now to be in a better place when the regulation comes. Some business owners, they take their time. Okay. I kind of feel like it's maybe you're helping, they have an idea, but they need your help to um, give them the steps to take to meet their goal. Yes, it's the entire process how we look at the business, um, their growth plans, what they have access to resources, how they're using the resources, what they should focus on because sustainability is such a wide field, you can focus on so many areas, but it should be something that makes sense for the business, for employees, for your customers, mm. for the community. And you can choose a few ones, maybe simpler, but for the short term. And then also think of what you're going to put on your plan for the medium to long term, because you need to look at the long term plan and be ready for what's coming. Because if you want to be in the business, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years still from now on, you need to be ready to put yourself in a, in a good position to overcome whatever challenges or be ready for any opportunities that arise down the road. Okay. It does sound like there's a lot of opportunity or options in this particular field if you have the qualifications. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a growing field and it's, it's um, because it's so wide. Mm-hmm. It's, it, um, covers from the environmental, social, and governance aspect, but also about climate change and uh, circular economy and, you know, recycling. It, it's diversity and inclusion, it, you know, social justice mm-hmm. is very wide. Yeah. Ah. How did you come to this particular career focus? You know, what led up to this? <laughs> what... Um, I think I've always been involved in or attracted to the S side of the ESG. I just didn't know it back then, okay. this social side of ESG. But when I worked in corporate, I was always part of culture committees, employee onboarding teams, donation drives. I was always there to to help and, and, and get involved. And um, then I came across, you mentioned one of the frameworks I have and certified in Jerai, uh, so I discovered Jerai a few years ago, and it just blew my mind <laughs> in how powerful it is and how you can help companies to identify where they are, where they need to go, how to measure their impact, how to improve. Um, so I think that opened my eyes, and this is when my passion this is when my passion started to to grow. And during the pandemic, I think as many others. <laughs> Um, I try to reassess my path, what is going, is it going in the direction that I wanted to go or I need to make a change. And for me, it was time to make a change. And um, took a leap of faith. I had and I still have my family really uh, offer great support. Without my family, it would be hard to make that change because I just quit my corporate job and, job and I. Uh, started to do this 
my passion to work with companies to improve how they're running their business in a sustainable way, offer growth, long-term growth in a responsible way. So um, for me, it, it was, I can't say it was an easy, cho- easy choice, but he spoke to me so loudly. I'm going to make it work. And uh, it's a lot of work because <clears throat> going on your own, it's scary, but also very thrilling. I, I felt liberated. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. scary and thrilling. I think that's honest (laughs) or scary and uh, exciting. (laughs) But you did a, you made that big change. You went from being like an employee to sort of being your own boss. Uh, Is that more of an independent contractor then? Yes, yes. I opened my own consulting agency, but um, and just for now, so I, if I take on projects I have a few uh, partners or um, collaborators <laughs> I, we, we help each other but um, I'm doing everything it's business development marketing social media um, <laughs> projects learn um, Canva learn uh, you know Monday.com <laughs> for my project uh, management so it's basically, it feels like everything you've done has led up to this. It's pointed you in this direction. You just had to take a hold of it. <laughs> yes. And yes, act on yes, it. Yes, it was sign and actually. What's the most challenging aspect of your field of work? Mm. I mean, it's still kind of new. Yeah, so it, it, it's a new field. So because of these... It's a lot of change involved, and um, because my focus is on small and medium-sized companies, and I mentioned uh, there's no regulation yet for this level. Larger companies have some regulation already in place, but for small and medium-sized companies, there's no regulation. So, and the terms or the, um, the, the concepts being newish, I feel like I spend a lot of time educating business owners and maybe educating is not the right word um maybe it's better said that i our discovery calls are very <clears throat> our discovery calls are very deep and um, intense because this is where they actually understand the benefit of implementing ESG strategies and the work we put in now it's going to help short term and long term mm. For the business to grow, so it's um, I guess that uh, initial phase to have the business or understand what I do and how we can help mm. the company. All right, and then moving on, I had another question I was dying to ask you. What are three things you wish or would like others to know about your job specifically? Three things about my job. I don't know if it's about my job or in general about this field. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so first one is being responsible is everyone's responsibility. Uh, we can all do something about it at the individual level and at business level. Um, second, I see mainly large corporations already measuring their impact and address the issues. Small companies need to start as well. Um, so. You know, for who's listening out there, don't wait for it to become mandatory disclosure um, 
format or maybe your supplier or your um, business partners are going to require for you to disclose certain ESG um, topics. Be proactive and get ready for it now because it's going to benefit you. And um, the third aspect is that businesses may see this or may sustainability as an added cost because it's a lot of time spent on on there is a lot of time spent on strategizing and implementing measures and creating processes and new policies, but it is actually an investment. You start doing the work now and enjoy the return on your investment down the road when your business is thriving and you're equipped to manage emerging risks and seizing opportunities. So these are the three aspects. Do you have an average day and what does that look like? Oh, Jennifer, I don't. <laughs> and because I'm the only one doing this for now, my every day is different for me. <clears throat> I set aside blocks in a week to cover different areas from business development, networking, make sure I educate myself on new trends, read industry news or attend webinars, uh, work on current projects. Every day is different. And even if some days are maybe slower than others. Is that perfect for you? Do you love it? I love it. I love it. It's, uh, it's never boring. And I, every day I feel like I, I grow a little bit in okay. different areas. So. I think that's something I think a lot of people wish, you know, they want to have something a little bit different, but yet reliable and <laughs> the best mm -hmm. of both. Let's see, do you have any... You know, we all deal with difficult people and or situations and customer service can be challenging. Uh, how do you deal with customer service in your job? Anna, since I've been a consultant, I don't think I miss difficult people, difficult people. And I think that because when I choose to work with a client, with a business owner, I make sure they want to be in this journey with me. They want to do the work and they understand the benefits. So even if we have a lot of work to do, we understand why. So it's, we respect each other's work and time. So I didn't come across difficult people while I'm a consultant or since I've been a consultant. Um, because I, as I said, I do choose to work with people that see the value. Hmm. That being said, I had my share of difficult people that I worked with or came across. And I think my approach is to try to communicate, understand the problem, because there should be a problem. People usually are good in themselves. So if something is off one day, I'd like to know why. If it's something temporary, we can uh, maybe move our project and when. Uh, thanks are better mm. if we can. Um, if we need to work together, we need to find a way to be civilized. And um, if we can't, maybe take a step back and see if we can really need to work together. <laughs> maybe we can make some changes and we can each go different ways and re-adjust re our plan. Mm. Find the best solution, no matter yes. what. <laughs> 
what are some hobbies or interests that you have outside of your job that you wouldn't mind sharing? I love to spend time with family. I have two children and they're teenagers, so um, looks like they need me less and less. Mm-hmm. But I want to spend time with them. So when they are too busy for me, I, um, I read. I like to go and try new coffee shops, local coffee shops. I, um, I like to do puzzles. And uh, I recently started to separate my food scraps. So I'm not doing composting, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Baby step number one, I'm separating my, my, um, my food uh, scraps from landfill. So your new interest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anka, for taking the time to chat with me. Thank you, Jennifer. It was such a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. Uh, do you have a website that you would like to share with others? Yes, thank you. Uh, my website is 3P Impact Consulting. So it's the digit 3, the letter P, 3P Impact Consulting.com. Oh, great. Again, Anka's website is www3, the number 3, P like Peter, I am like Mary, P like Peter, A-C-T-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G dot com. So www.3pimpactconsulting.com. A few afterthoughts. A lot of that info that Anka shared with us, it totally perplexed me. I learned something very different from what I've experienced in my life. So I ask you, how do you address information that is very foreign to your mind in life? Does your brain soak it up? Does it pass right on through? With this interview, I wonder, is it really important to work in an office setting? Depending on where you work, where you live, commuting eats up so much time in our lives that could be spent with loved ones or working on something else. There are definitely pros and cons to working at the office or from home. And I know from my own research that where we work is still a hotly contested topic. So just food for thought. Next episode, I am interviewing a licensed marriage and family therapist. It's not what you may think. Tune in to find out more And remember, we are all under construction.